The following is a fourth-hand production. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that isn't sure about the Phantom Time Theory, but is 100% sure about the greatness of the movie Phantoms. This is Hysteria 51. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, you know, they put them in a bunch of movies. Who? You know, those kids from uh, Good Will Hunting. You mean that fucking movie with Mork from Ork in it? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan either. But Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Word, bitch. Phantoms like a motherfucker. What's up now? <laughs> Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. I wish we had Blunt Man and Chronic here. <laughs> uh, we're your hosts and lead investigators into the realm of the unknown, Brent Hand and John Goforth. What are we dealing with here? Biological, chemical, or other? I'm leaning toward other. Unknown to you, John. This week, kids, we're going Q&A style, kind of like we just did a few weeks ago. And I'm going to tell John the story of Phantom Time Theory. And he's as long as ask... it's not the, the story of the Phantom Menace, we'll no, be okay. That's right. Uh, John's going to ask questions along the way, eventually leading up to him forming, uh, I'm sure, a skeptical and typically sheep-minded opinion or conclusion. And then I'll hit you with the truth bomb, as I always do. The only bombs you'll be dropping are the kinds that leave skid marks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the robot. Robot's got a point. Hey, Zinger. Uh, the <laughs> other voice you're hearing is the third host of this show and the only one to skip research every single week, and yet he has plenty to say. The one and only conspiracy bot. I guess it's kind of cute in a dorky sort of way. Is it always this quiet? No. No, it isn't. Hey. Clips are my job. Seabot is a robot I created in my lab to help research the show. And instead, he just sits back and plays the role of peanut gallery. Why we do pretty much all the hard work, I, I think, is the best way to put it. Who's the idiot now? Ah, still you, buddy. Still you. All right, John. You ready to learn? Reading is good. Can we start the story now? I can't wait. <laughs> so teach me, oh, wise one. Time is a ghost is what we're getting at here. And uh, you ever see Casper? Uh, but, but it looks like a clock. Ca- a Casper. <laughs> oh, was uh, actually just Richie Rich. Uh, if you ever look at the two side by yeah. side. <laughs> After he died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally. I never realized how much that was just Richie Rich undrawn in. It's they were crazy. just really lazy back then. Well, guess what? I, sw- I, I respect the shit out of them then. Because <laughs> in other words, the entire outline for this episode, you just copy and pasted. Yeah. Yeah. From, well, future me sent it to me because he knows how lazy I was. Oh, that's now. nice of him. Yeah. So the big thing that we're talking about is what the hell is a phantom time hypothesis? And this is one of those things that we talk about sometimes. A song by Jim Croce. It's actually uh, from Genesis, but when Peter Gabriel was the lead singer of Genesis. Oh, got it. Okay, cool. Great. Phantom time hypothesis. I know. So. It's one of those topics we talk about. If I could save time in a bottle. In a phantom bottle. (laughs) It actually has scientists that came forward and go, yeah, yeah, this makes sense. And there's things and this is one of those debated things where it's not just uh, David Icke 
coming out and saying, oh, so, yeah, I believe this because, you know. So this is a scientific hypothesis that has at least more than one person uh, saying, okay, yeah, we can see it. Yeah, upwards of two. Okay. No, right. no, no, there's, there's a lot. So in short, it's very simple to, to explain to you. The calendar we know is off by roughly right at 300 years. So just subtract 300 years. And that's the year. So, what year is it, John? Let's let's well, touch your carry map. the three. Uh, that would put us right around the seventeen yeah. early seventeen hundreds. Seventeen eighteen, my friend. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hell of a statement. I mean, that's that's a bold statement. They say like it's actually, and it also brings into things like now we got to worry about the Mayan calendar again. How does that work out? And, and I, I, my personal favorite, air conditioning, we wouldn't have it because <laughs> we know that it just reverts back. Right. <laughs> it's it's not just that we counted wrong. It's that we now lose all of the technology that was made during that amount of time. Yeah, no one can remember <laughs> how to do it once they take the calendar out like that. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Well, <laughs> turns out I'm wrong. It's, it's three hundred years of wars people artifacts documents they're all made up and completely false and or fake and i don't just mean made up like the things the coins people find people say they're plants they're fake they were made to to uh push this cunning ruse and pull the wool over our eyes this sounds like there's an ice wall involved well, yeah. <laughs> this is this you have you you have not convinced me well, yet I, I believe i have i i think i've convinced you and we can stop now i think it's the best way to put it today junior there's actually uh as i said some scientific there's reasoning behind this this isn't one of those just throw a, a dart and, and see if it sticks so the, the so this this Bavarian dream boat, Herbert Illig. Herbert. Like, throw an I in Herbert and you it just makes it German. <laughs> <laughs> Herbert! It makes it so it just rolls off the tongue. So let me let me paint you a picture. Beautiful year 1986. So at least that's what the church wanted you to think the year was. We'll get into that. Right, right, right. We'll get into that. Uh, and he's Bavarian. Yeah, he's, so, so he's, he's this German. Beer. Chocolates and, and yeah, just, just going to town. He shows up drunk. No. <laughs> Isn't, don't they say that, uh, wasn't, didn't they used to call Bush the Bavarian beer? Uh, was it, was it Bush or was it, I know like, I know like Lowenbrow's Bavarian beer. You know what? Let's go to the Google machine. Google. Bush Bavarian beer. Like Head for the Bavarian mountains of Bush. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, even in the middle of it, I still had to go find that. Thanks, Seabot. You're welcome, as usual. Yeah, so what uh, Herbert Illig says is that the early Middle Ages as we know them, complete horse shit. 8614 to 911 never happened. Just literally never happened. Completely fabricated crap. The year of our Lord, six fourteen A.D. nine eleven A.D. to nine eleven A.D. Just, just never happened. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so you got a lot of, a lot of stuff took place in that. People like Charlemagne, Alfred the Great, uh, they either existed at another time uh, altogether or are just fictional. That's a hell of, of a statement. Charlemagne united what people say is much of um, Western and Central Europe during the Middle Ages. And he's the first recognized emperor to rule from Western Europe since the fall of the Western Roman Empire. Charlemagne didn't exist. Well, uh, th- that's what they say. And and they say that he was a made-up character and it laid the foundation. He laid the foundations for what we know as modern France and Germany. 
Well, no, no, no. The dude says, <laughs> Illig says, these achievements would have taken the lifetime of two, three, or even four normal men's lifespans, not just one lifetime. And it's complete BS. He never existed. Well, I mean, I was going to say, like, that that's a hell of a guy to pick out of a hat to say didn't exist because yeah. he did so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, and, and he says, you'll look at Charlemagne, and that's why they're just like, ah, we're going to make up this guy, and we'll, everything that happened in those times will, you know, or over this period. A tribute to him. Yeah. And so... The big thing is, you know, the coins and manuscripts that are uh, attributed to Charlemagne, the coins that, that were, you know, minted when he was the ruler. And other said things, they, they're just fictional. They're 100% fictional. He says, it's just a widespread conspiracy at the highest level. The church, as you're going to find out, is behind it. And they perpetrated this hoax that these 300 years actually ever happened. Now, not knowing the whole story, what the hell do you think it would take to make a a conspiracy at that time or and even still today work? I mean, do you think that is something that could actually be pulled off? No, not for a second. But, you know, the, the, I guess the one thing that uh, that makes it a little bit more plausible is you're talking about a time period where it's not like we have a ton of not everybody knew how to write. Uh, we, there's not a ton of. So that's reading. something I was gonna we were gonna get into, and I'll let you know. Like, it was a time when most people didn't know how to read. Most people, no one had a clock or a calendar. So when you needed to know the actual date, you went to your priest and you said, "Hey, what's the date?" And he goes, "Oh, it's no, no, the I don't know what what calendar. It's the the eleventeenth of the frog bottom. I don't know what what fucking <laughs> calendar that you know." <laughs> You know, he just tells you what the year and date My is. My favorite date. 11th of Frogbottom. Yeah, they just told you, like, what it was, and you just go, oh, okay. So I guess kind of like what you're saying there, that would make it a lot easier to say, well, hey, it's uh, hey, wasn't the other day, wasn't it like 300 years ago? No. No, you shit shovel uh, for the king and your serfdom, so why don't you uh, quit getting uppity? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah that makes sense. I mean, I, I, I'm still stuck. I'm stuck on this Charlemagne thing. I mean, he's like seen as the father of Europe. France, Germany doesn't exist without him. Well, guess what? He's the forefathers of Europe because they thought four guys lifetimes it would have taken to do what he said. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit more. But it, it's a hell of a hell of a statement. It is. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about why this would have happened and how you would have pulled off something like that with more Hysteria 51. <laughs> Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. 
if you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do, and then you know that that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why you know this has been trusted by experts for thirty years, and there's over twenty five different languages that you can learn, and people millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with you know you get speech recognition, and mm-hmm. it it hears you. You get to use like the built in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally though, this is something that we use and we have, both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long-term and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know, and we don't, yeah. we don't do long-term um, stuff like this. And this is, this is the one that we've chosen and we love it. So all you guys got to do, don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times. And it's always now, right now, get now. started for Larry limited time. His Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50% visit Rosetta Stone. Dot com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. So you're buying into this is what we're getting at right now. Absolutely. 100% in. It is one of the greatest mysteries in the scientific world. (laughs) So I understand what the theory is. I I don't necessarily understand how we got there yet, but I I get it. We're getting there. What's the purpose? Like, why would would they even do it? I mean, there's a couple things that people say came into play 
that would cause something like this. The calendar we use now is the Gregorian calendar, and it it came in in 1582 under Pope Gregory the Thirteenth, and it was. 10 days shorter than the previous, the Julian calendar, well, the one that we had used up until then. Um, Based on Julius Caesar, I'm assuming. Right. Now, the modified Julian calendar was created in 45 BC, and it was actually, now this is this is not debated, this is the truth. Uh, it was based on incorrect lunar cycles. Lengths were off by, uh, years were off by 10.8 minutes. Now, that doesn't sound a lot like very much. That shit adds up. So you, you, you know, a few, uh, few decades go by and all of a sudden, you know, shit's not adding up. Wait, now I, I know you weren't going down this path, but you think about it, uh, 10 minutes at a time does add up or, or whatever you said shit adds up. I wonder how much of your life you actually spend in the bathroom. Uh, me, probably a third of it. <laughs> like, you know, like shitting and sleeping are hand in hand, you know, somewhere around. Oh, there. man, the puns are just dropping left and right. <laughs> they used to have this app that I had on my phone and you would put in like if you were in. It was an hourly at the time of salary, but you just kind of break it down because it would go by your hourly wage. And you hit go. You go take a dump and you hit stop and it tells you what you got paid to go take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of my best friends in the world, Ashley Sullivan, uh, he, he used to be my... Uh, never liked him. Never, uh, fair enough. <laughs> he used to be my roommate, and uh, we we only had uh, the house that we lived in. We only had one restroom, and, but it was never a problem sharing the bathroom in the morning. I'd be like, dude, you got to go? I'm like, because most people have to go in the morning. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, man. I'm going to wait till I get to work. I'm going to get paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's sage-like advice. It is. Uh, one of my favorite stories with him is we're at a wedding, uh, and um, well, it, was, it was your wedding. <laughs> and what a coincidence. We're standing around. He's with his girlfriend, and these people are, are asking people um, you know, where they live, and they turn to my wife and I, and they go, where do you live? And my wife goes, we live in Berwyn, and they turn to Ashley and his live-in girlfriend at the time, and she goes, where do you guys live? And she goes, we live in sin. <laughs> <laughs> That is perfect. <laughs> so I said this calendar, it's, it's you know, it's off by 10.8 minutes. And uh, there was 1,627 days between when we started that Julian calendar and when the Gregorian calendar was put into play. And now when you work that out and do the math, that's actually a 13-day discrepancy. And so it makes up for time up to 12 82, not 1582. What I'm saying there is when you only use 10 days instead of 13 days, there is a 300 year discrepancy. So what they did that 10.8 minutes, when you add it up, you need to make a 13 day discrepancy. They did 10 day discrepancy between the two calendars. And so that is where he got this idea that there is 300 years missing from the calendar. Like the side of my head just exploded. It's, it's hard to, to follow. I, it's, um, if it was so written down, it would be easier when I'm, instead of me telling you. So basically they were supposed to account for 13 days and they only accounted for 10. You add all those days up throughout the history of recorded time and yeah. that's where we lose lots of years. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's 300 extra years somewhere. So this pope, this uh, Pope Gregory Thirteenth, how did this bastard decide it was the 1500s and not the 1200s? You know, you think, well, was it just, you know, simple math error? No, there, there's there's a reason for this. So this guy, 
who's ruling at the time with the Pope, Otto the Third. No, does that could be very Bavarian there? Very true. He wanted to reign in the year one thousand AD. But he was ruler at 780. Boom. Skip 300 years. Thanks, Pope. I'm now the ruler in 1000. He was the ruler in 1080. That's literally what they say. That's why it happens. And so, uh, so we used the 10 years rather than the 13. Not we, um, the what, royal are we. You, are you, are you, you know, coming out with something there? Like <laughs> the royal on? we. Uh, so the 10 years was used instead of the 13 because, uh, he thought it'd be pretty splashy for his resume to rule during yeah. the, during 1080. It's a much rounder number when there's four of them in it. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's true. And and so him and the Pope, they go, you know what? Uh, man, there's a lot of stuff that you know we need to come up with. <laughs> Let's just make up this guy named Charlemagne, modeled as the hero that Otto the Third always wanted to be. Boom! They just name all this stuff that were on all these other rulers on a fake ruler named Charlemagne. Thanks, church. Thanks, Otto. 300 extra years. Boom. So there's something I think that you're missing here. Um, oh, Lordy. Yeah, I, I did a little research on my own. Actually, I know I wasn't supposed to. And Otto was also a musician. And um, and he wrote a little song. They it, called it, it, the Otto Tune? Ooh. <laughs> His, his name was not Justin Bieber. Uh, no, he wrote a little song, but it wasn't going to fit unless... It, 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 they were at least within the century of 999. Uh, and that song went, tonight we're going to party like it's 999. No, no. Nope. I agree with Brent on this one and you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> tonight we're going to party like it's 999. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. What much, much, much better. Yeah, good job, Seabot. So the thing is, you can't just make a claim like this you know, without some sort of historical facts. Well, you can, as we've learned on this show, you can make a claim. You can claim whatever you want. Uh, but having a little bit of historical Turns backing, out we got the calendar from Serpo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they came back to the future. No, it's, it's literally... In order to make something like this, at least, you know, this guy was a, a scholar, so he wanted to have backing. And it turns out there is a little bit of backing for this. Back in 1986, data calculation and counterfeit documents from medieval times were actually really a problem. And, and I don't want to downplay that. Really a problem. And we've talked about that recently. Look at the crystal skulls. Look at Egyptian artifacts. People were making counterfeit stuff all the time sure and but you look at this was this because the added time to the calendar this why these things don't match up and, and the reason i say that is when they're looking at things they do a lot of radiocarbon dating and different date now we always say carbon dating. there's lots of different ways that they date stuff and they were finding that things didn't match well scientists that believed in the phantom time hypothesis said they do match you dumb bastards. It's because there was a 300-year discrepancy. But is is radiocarbon – is carbon dating um, accurate enough to account for that 300 years? I mean – Well, not just radiocarbon dating, but there are several types of, of dating. Dendrology? That is, is one. No, I know. Yeah, yeah the tree um, rings. And um, I'm trying to think of the others. They're escaping me right now. But they use like six or seven different types of dating techniques that actually can – 
can date things. So you're saying they can be more accurate, accurate yes. inside of a 300 year period. Uh, so, so it says, and, and so they point to the, this is why another thing, another thing that, that is touted, you look at Roman architecture and it's so well preserved. It's because it's 300 years younger than we think. That's why these things are not falling down like they think it should be because they don't really understand why these things are still standing. Uh, the same is true of Betty White. I'm still standing better than I she ever ol- did. She was the oldest golden girl. You know, what's funny. Yeah. The, the, the old, the mom, man. Sophia or whatever was one of the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. They just made her look older. Uh, what was the movie with her and Sylvester? So stop or my mom will shoot. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the best mom in a actually movie. those laughs that we just exchanged. There are probably more than that entire movie got. <laughs> Not to be throw, uh, confused with Throw Mama from the Train, which was had the, uh, the 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 woman from Goonies. Owen! <laughs> throw Mama from the Train is an instant classic. No, that is a great movie. Uh, th- there's other side of the scientific coin that says this is all just BS, John. I don't want to get your hopes up. There, there's a lot of people that say that this isn't true. Scientific dating techniques agree with the accepted timeline we are taught, and they say, you know, all those things that we say are fakes, you're saying no, uh, they're not. No, they're just fakes. That's just the way it works out. They're fakes. There's some fakes. There's some real. You found some fakes. Good. And here's another one that you can't really mess with that would have to be true for this to be true. Astronomical events such as Halley's Comet, eclipses. They're all on a time schedule. And guess what? They're on the time that they should be. They're not off by 300 years. And they're not off by 300 years because we look back at manuscripts and things. Guess what? When Halley's Comet is coming through the sky, when there is eclipses, people wrote that down because that was the gods poo-pooing on the harvest and things like that. You know, they made, (laughs) they made note of it and, and they really made note. And so they go, all this jives. How are you saying that we're off by 300 years? And it doesn't stop there. Then you got medieval recordings and Chinese records. They all mention all these things. Records, not recordings. There's no recordings from back then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you don't have the the proper. I mean, you know, I don't even. Well, there was the Baghdad battery. That's true. You know, the Baghdad, the Baghdad MP3 player is (laughs) the Baghdad Zune. Yeah. (laughs) So Chinese and medieval records. They mention stuff at the same time. And this is at a time when these two places were as far apart as you could be without having contact. So were the Chinese somehow aware of this lie and, and put onto it by the, the, the church somehow? Or is it true that it's not true at all and it's all a lie? More importantly, this begs a new question for you to, to contemplate, John. If this was a lie, and it is widespread across the earth, there's only one thing that could have transversed the earth and made us all jive to this same uh, story. Aliens. (laughs) It's always those damn aliens. Well, you know, aliens tie back to ancient Egypt, and and that's one of the things this reminds me of. There was... um, there's a period of, of Egyptian history, and I'm not going to get this right, but there's a period of Egyptian history way back in the BC that a um, that when they were they were putting the Bible together, the, they couldn't get. And it was the Bible because there was only one at that time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoever was doing this part, and, and again, I, I'm no theologian, uh, couldn't get like 
the years to jive. Like they wanted the Bible to read like a history book, you know, the, in Exodus was obviously the year, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't get the, the, because they use names in the Bible, right? Yeah. Uh, there's, so there's historic people in the Bible. Um, they, they couldn't get the years to jive right. And so they said, well, why don't we just cut those years out and say the Egyptians were wrong about the years they lived in? Yeah. Um, and, and so like, this isn't the first time in history that, that the historians, if this was true, yeah. It or, would, well, if it's not true, I mean, like if the years did exist, yeah. but it, but they got manipulated. So, like that's, they've been, they've tried to manipulate with years before. Are you trying to sell me on the idea that men are evil? My own. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> One can hope, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think I, I, all, all I'm saying is that if this is true, if this is true, like, okay, I mean, there have been groups that have tried to do this before to um, to align with their own uh, needs and wants and desires. Which is something that we're going to talk even more about when we come back from the break on more Hysteria 51. <laughs> So Seabot hopes that we're more like him? No one is like me. He's in the needs, wants, and desires. <laughs> People are evil. Show after show. That's just what this show's about. People are evil is kind of what we get to. Well, once you kind of made that statement that people are evil and, and Seabot got behind it, I, he's he's turned noticeably nicer. I had no idea we had so much in common. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea that we were on the same page. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> I don't honestly. I don't think we are. Brent and I would never try to murder someone else. Uh, which that that makes two of three of us in this room. So you're telling me you don't have a torch collection because I have a torch collection. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Um, Dude, you couldn't even hold a pitchfork. <laughs> That's right. So, Brent, the the concept that you're putting forth today is a uh, no matter what time in history it is, whether people can read and write or not, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's a large one. It's far reaching because you're saying that not only do the records that we have, they've been manipulated. Right. But you're also saying that every artifact that's been found by every um, every archaeologist has belongs in a museum was was false, was, was fake. And for those periods for, for that for that 300 year period in other words or just off because we didn't realize that those times didn't really exist exist a group of people would have had to have gone all across the the entire globe yes and plant fake materials to be found absolutely and that that's something that people really really if you if you're going to buy into this you have to buy into that hook line and sinker all so he could be the ruler in charge well, in one during 1000 it comes 1, down to one thing it, it comes down to one thing and I, I i mentioned this earlier when you wanted to know what was going on you went to scholars and priests people didn't read at the time and no one had clocks and calendars so uh, they had sundials well, well not your layman's but your scholars and your priests did so all you had to do is have your scholars and priests change the time and the year and tell people boom it's the future and these people don't have any are, if you challenge <laughs> they, they these... twist their wristwatch. Well, right, oh, yeah. look at that. <laughs> Who Man. knew? Spring forward, fall 300 years or however they yes, Spring it's... forward 300 <laughs> years, I guess. It's funny, though, because are they going to challenge the priests, which I think they get, like, tortured on the rack if they say that that's not true or, or you know, drawn and quartered? So, no, you just go, oh, uh, yeah, it's 300 years in the future. Seems Boom. legit. So the big question is, I guess, when you're looking at this, that I would ask you. 
the questions is, do you think this was, let's pretend it's true. Do you think it would have been a deliberate thing? Not just like, oops, we, we, we ran out of, you know, 300 years who at that time really had the power. You know, I keep saying the church and can we, in your opinion, disprove this completely? Okay. Well, I, I, to, to attack your first question, if it is true, I I don't think it is this far and wide-reaching conspiracy. A couple people in in a darkened room. I might think have, I'm I think I'm agreeing with you. Like it would it, have to have been it, an accident more than deliberate. Right. And and worst case scenario, a couple of people in a darkened room, you know, say, "Hey, let's let's carry the two rather than the one and get the math a little wrong on purpose." But the the concept of people going all across the globe and putting you know fake pottery in places to to that would date from that time period Charlemagne coins yeah ah! yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and then to and then to write all of these narratives yeah and these very convincing narratives that have been substantiated by other cultures like that's the other problem you've got these you've got these uh, different cultures that are thousands of miles away from each other who at Aliens, the time man that's how they make them talk <laughs> who at the time weren't really visiting each other all that i mean they can they could that that wasn't yeah. a problem of course they can go from you know egypt to england or wherever but it's it's they, they there's so much continuity between the writings that the the far reaching aspect of this of this conspiracy seems seems doubtful to me so if it is true I think it's more of like a oh boy Fred did the math wrong today yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man is it too late to catch it well it's it's, it's we planted like year him, sir. Oh, well it's going out that way <laughs> uh, cra- yeah screw it these people don't even know how to wipe yet so uh, <laughs> so what are they going to know about years <laughs> so who had the let let's say it is true. Um, I keep bringing up the church. Do you agree with that? Or do you think who really had the power to facilitate a worldwide? I, let's put it this way. The, 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 the calendar we use is from the church, the real ch- calendar that the, the, right, the, right. the world recognizes now. Now other societies have their own, you know, calendars per se, but. I was, I was born in the year of the monkey. Yeah, well, I'm the I'm the year of the. I don't have any idea. I don't know what are, what are those. Uh, the year of the. It's called like a trilobite or something. Trilobite, 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 troglodyte. That's it. I don't think that's it. I think you might. I think the year of the goat sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Seventy nine is just hermit. I'm the year of the caveman hermit, the troglodyte. Well, I'd buy. I guess maybe. I I think that's an. I think that's an insult. I don't think we're supposed to say that one. Troglodyte. It's a scientific term. I I still. I don't know. I mean, it's not like. Okay, so uh, you were saying. How, how did I ask you who had this power, and all of a sudden we're goat troglodytes <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean or something? I Welcome be. to Hysteria yeah. 51. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Who had this power? Well, obviously, I mean, back then, there, you know, you've got you've got empires, and you've got church, like the Charlemagne Empire. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he didn't exist. I mean, you, you think about empires, whether you're talking about the Holy Roman Empire. Or um, um, the Holy Roller Empire, the, the which whole, I used yes, to, that's know. exactly right. Uh, they, they, we used to skate there on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked ass at Tempest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, imp- or the church, empires, or the church. You know, those. Are the I mean, you have these these massive empires. You know, the, 
oh, but you also have this what also could be considered an empire, which was the Catholic Church back then. Or if you live in Chicagoland, one eight hundred Empire. They uh the, they put in oh the, the carpet or flooring. Yeah. yeah yeah. Anyway, I mean those those are the two you know kind of groups that would have had this kind of power should they so choose. Right. Which yeah. obviously, if you're telling me that a pope made the change because of when he wanted to rule. I guess it would be the church, right? Relatively speaking, looking at According this, to our Bavarian friend. Yes. Really, if you had to have – you had to pick someone who had the power that wasn't aliens, it's got to be the church. It's right. got to be. It's got to be. And the other thing is, and I asked you, and I, I don't know – I don't even know the answer to this. Can you disprove this completely? And I, in researching this and looking online, people go, this is horseshit. But you can't really completely disprove it because shit happens. You know what I mean? Could we have missed time somewhere? Sure. But was it this big uh, Charlemagne's fake and and all these other rulers are fake and stuff? Probably not. And that's that's you know they can disprove most of that because of tying it with you know lunar cycles and things like that. Now, but a question for you: Is Charlemagne the god fake? Oh no, no, he's a hundred percent fire. <laughs> I also think he might be in some trouble now. I think he got arrested or his did he pee on somebody? Because uh, those rappers like to pee on people. I think it does involve sexual assaults of some type. But um, bringing it back to the original Charlemagne, uh, you didn't ask for my opinion, but I'm now going to give it to you, Brent. Uh, I don't think this one's true. What? I don't. What? I don't. I think our years are about as close. As, I, I, I don't think they skipped 300 years to make one guy. Uh, seem important. <laughs> Buckle up, John, because I agree with you. It's just <laughs> such a people have asked and asked and asked and asked and asked for us to do this. And when I brought it up to you, you're like, I just don't even know what that's about. And I'm like, well, then I I, I was at least familiar with it. So I told you I, I would talk about it. It's not even to me that interesting. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. That... Dear listener, thank you for the last 45 minutes. Well, no, but it's one of those things like <laughs> on, on, on paper, it sounds like, ooh. And then you dive into it, and you're like, ah, man, you know, it's kind of right. It, it, well, it's just kind of like when, when you when you read the width and the breadth of it, you're like, well, there's these 354,000 things that say that time happened, and here's these two that don't. Right, right, and right. And that's that's the tough part. There it, are it, little nuggets in this that yeah that led to illig coming out and saying, oh, yeah, I could see this. But he did a lot of um, connecting dots that were missing, you know what I mean, to to be able to jump to these conclusions. And there, uh, and by the way, after you've listened to this episode, you can, you can tell how adept we are at our historical knowledge. There are literally scores of people outside waiting to laud us for how well we do at our history. <laughs> That's, oh, uh, oh. I know that sounded like crickets, locusts. Wait, yeah, <laughs> no cicadas. cicadas, whatever. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> no, we uh, so, so we're not a history podcast. You're, but, you're poo-pooing uh, on this, is what you're saying. John. But not even knowing my history that well, I know it well enough to know that this isn't true. Well, and here's one little other tidbit. Remember that uh, ten to thirteen day discrepancy where they they, they found that three hundred years difference. There's actually a purpose for that. They wanted Easter to be on the vernal equinox, like it was previously and so they just did some fudging around to make easter where they wanted easter to actually be 
Boom. That's the actual reasoning that the church gives for for changing those dates now, around. That I, that I believe that they did change something slightly oh, yeah. to help to help their. Sp- oh, you guys celebrate a pagan ritual. We're going to take that and and it, glob it on with exactly. Jesus, you know, yeah, like like uh, we're going to- same with December twenty or December twenty fifth. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's Jesus' birthday. I mean. <laughs> I, but that's exact. <laughs> it's funny when the church's like, no, 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 we did that for way different nefarious reasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, and we're, we are not, uh, we're not poo-pooing religion. Uh, Brett and I have both said oh, no, on no, this no, no, on no, this no, show no, before no. that we're actually Christians. I but, am pooing uh, the Catholic Church, the Catholic church years ago. Of, <laughs> from hundreds of years ago gets a lot of poo-pooing on this show, and we'll Evil, continue to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A wolf in sheep's clothing is still a wolf. Let us know what you guys think. Did we miss anything is is charlemagne a charlatan like i said well and direct your ire at brent did he miss anything because well, i was true. a mere participant here yeah let's let's uh let's listen to john's uh, bs on that yes he was merely an innocent bystander who should have asked the more taxing questions i, I think is what is what is the truth there john well i mean how deep do you have to go in uh in a kiddie pool i <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what to say to that. How can they let us know, John? Hop on Hysteria Nation. That's our discussion group on Facebook. If you're new to the show and you haven't done so yet, please do. We have a lot of great chats, a lot of funny memes, a lot of interesting articles. All you do is go to Facebook.com and search Hysteria Nation. Yes, and don't forget Facebook.com slash Hysteria51Pod. That's our normal page. Also at Hysteria51Pod on Twitter. Patreon.com slash Hysteria51Pod all fantastic ways to reach us if you forget any of those things hysteria51.com quick easy dirty boom you're there links to everything another thing that you can't link to because you got a call is our voicemail our voicemail number 773-669-7277 again that's 773-669-7277 the other week week brent uh called me he's like hey man did you did you by chance call the voicemail (laughs) <laughs> and, and I literally, I just had never heard the recording, so I wanted to hear what it sounded like for myself. And I, I called it, and I'm like, "Yeah, man, I did." I, he's like, I, "Yeah, there, there's this really weird voicemail, and it was, it was, it was meaner than most of our listeners are." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh yeah, that was definitely me." <laughs> now you know that's a lie because we don't actually listen to him beforehand. But it did say John Goforth called because usually it's just a random number. Well, that's why you listened. <laughs> Are you buckled in and ready? I'm. I'm like. I'm rubbing my assy nipples right now. <laughs> that's the line from. Yeah, Adam from. Uh, yeah. No, that's from uh, Jerky Boys. Or from Jerky Boys. Ah. Rub seaweed on my assy nipples. <laughs> All right, here we go with the first one. Hey, fuckers! It's Jesse. Um, <laughs> just uh, downloaded the podcast application on my iPhone uh, about a week ago, and I've been listening to you guys' podcast. Just got done with season one, uh, the flat Earth episode. Uh, dear God, what a bunch of idiots, uh, believe flatter. I'm sure you all know that by now. Anyway, um, I haven't really checked out the social media yet, so I don't know if Brent's alive from this gallbladder excursion. Uh, sorry, Brent, that you might have died already. Uh, rest in peace. Other than that, I'll have to go over to Patreon and send you guys some money because I like listening to podcasts. Uh, anyway, I'll tell, uh, Tell that fucker Brock that I... Oh, cut out! <laughs> I think we know what I think we that. know what yeah. happened. That's hilarious. It is funny when people like start at the beginning and then they're like, that's a great way to put it. No idea what's going on. Hope he lived. If not, you know, condolences. Hey, you covered all the bases. Producer Lisa, you single? <laughs> Brent, hope you're not dead. Yep. See about you're a fucker. 
and Flat Earth Wow. Yeah, like you I, said, I John, mean, the gift that keeps on giving. That, that's kind of uh, – that'd be a good summation of this show. That's right. Know, or at least the first uh, season or two. So, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you for that one. Uh, moving on, number two. Hey, fucker, it's me, Jesse, again. Um, so I'm chugging uh, right along through these uh, seasons here. I uh, got past the simulation theory, dig that one. Um, just to kind of touch on them, crop circles, all good stuff. Just got done listening to the Mandela Effect. Now, Uh-oh. Uh, Mandela Effect, really cool topic, okay, fuckers? But the one thing that you guys didn't point out, which I've heard, which I thought would be something good to bring up, is that in reference to the uh, Aztec or Mayan calendar, whichever one it was, uh, that ends in 2012, there's a theory that the world actually did end in 2012. Uh, whatever that may be, a nuclear strike, alien invasion, uh, you know, cataclysmic weather phenomena, however that may be, Grabbing the world did end in 2012. Explains but a lot. Because we're living in a simulated environment and world oh. it got reset uh if not reset then we got transported to a different simulation uh or a different reality however you want to uh, put it and some of those our characters aspects in different sims. of our reality that we knew back in the original 2012 earth that got destroyed uh didn't quite match up with our new universe or our new programming systems reality. Uh, interesting thought. Wanted to bring it up to you guys. Uh, I know that I'm a little behind on the seasons. Like I said, I'm chugging right along through them, catching up. Really dig your guys' uh, you know, podcast personalities, all cool stuff. Uh, see, bud, you know, I'll tell that sucker I said, hey, just like anyway, so... No, cut out too. See about again. Hey, you know, I, Jesse reminds me of a couple of different guys I knew in college. I this is the, Jesse's the kind of guy that I, I imagine if we were doing this over Skype and could see him, he'd be on a beanbag with a bong. Yeah, <laughs> like just completely laid back laid about back, all of these guy. topics. You know, that's funny. A I, lot of existential thought. It, it, it yeah, the whole uh, Mandela effect is because of simulation theory. That's a really I mean, I bet a lot of people... It all ties together! Well, and simulation theory is one of those that you can't really, uh... Even scientists can't say no to. We're going to have to revisit that one, do a, do a part two on yeah. that sometime. Once once Kevin gets out of rehab, uh, <laughs> <laughs> rehab uh, for his brain, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll hit that up. They call that therapy. Therapy, that's, <laughs> that's the word that was escaping me. <laughs> but it's just funnier to say he's in rehab. There's a t-shirt. Yeah. Therapy, rehab for the brain. <laughs> All right. 773-669-7277. You guys can call and leave your own voicemails. And have your own segment like Jesse did. There you go. And a couple other things. Don't forget. Second anniversary, Saturday, September 8th, 4 p.m., Cigars and Stripes in Berwyn, Illinois. Come see us. We're going to be doing a live recording from there, meet and greet. Wear your Hysteria 51 gear. We're going to buy you our first beer. Now, if you're going to drink a martini, you're on your own. But I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> but, uh, and see bottle handed to you. Yeah, opened. Yes, yes. So enjoy. Opened and in fact, he's got them. Um, they're setting out now open, oddly enough. So <laughs> they'll be nice and right by the time. Yeah, don't, don't forget. Second anniversary, Saturday, September 8th, 
4 p.m. Cigars and Stripes. 2018. Berwin. Yeah. So, uh, for all of you listening. All in, the Jessies uh, the that future. are in the future. Yeah. yeah. Kept playing catch up. That, was, that, that already happened, and it was a smashing success. We got something else coming up. Another live event. John, why don't you tell them about it? Ah, this is going to be exciting. Uh, more details on time and tickets will, will come uh, in due time. But on Wednesday, October 24th, we are going to do our first real live event on stage in oh, front of people. Stage. Yeah. So we are going to do our first live show, but we're going to do it a little bit differently. We aren't just going to sit and record a regular old episode. It is going to be an interactive event with the audience. There yes. will be slides and music and more Brent than you can handle. Dancing girls, nudity, violence. That's just in my head. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see. But uh, yeah, uh, Chicago, Illinois, Otherworld Theater. Wednesday, October 24th. Times to be determined. Probably around eight ish, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, again, tickets are that. not on sale yet. We will make you all aware, but this is kind of one of those save the date. Yes. Wednesday, October 24th. John and I on a stage. You can boo. You can cheer. Conspiracy can bots cry. might be there. Yeah. We're still working with the It's kind of like one of those things, uh, you know, when you tell a, a kid this summer we might go to the zoo, but it depends on your report card. Uh, it depends on how many like local cats he kills in yeah, between now right. and then. That's exactly how it goes. We'd love to see you at our, our two year anniversary. We'd love to see you there. And we love that you guys listen week after week because that's what makes it. All worthwhile, and don't forget, you can leave us reviews on iTunes, and you can I mean, half the apps out there let you leave reviews. And now. you can we now love. listen on the new Google Podcast. Yes, app. no, no, no reviews on there yet, but hopefully one day. And but and you we'll can, if you you're an Android one. user, all you have to do is search for the show. Absolutely. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.